This recording begins with a reading of the Gospel of the Day. That will be followed by the homily from Father Paul O'Brien. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. John the Baptist saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. He is the one of whom I said, A man is coming after me who ranks ahead of me because he existed before me. I did not know him, but the reason why I came baptizing with water was that he might be made known to Israel. John testified further, saying, I saw the Spirit come down like a dove from heaven and remain upon him. I did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, On whomever you see the Spirit come down and remain, he is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. Now I have seen and testified that he is the Son of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Let me remind you where we are in our liturgical year. We began a new liturgical year at the end of November and had four full weeks of Advent, which many, many people in this community seriously lived as a time of spiritual preparation for the Christmas season. Last week, we completed a little bit more than two weeks of the Christmas season of grace, in which we confidently know that God offered us the grace of the renewal of Jesus, the rebirth of Jesus somehow within us, if we're open to that grace. We have received that grace, and I know how many people in this community really try to open themselves to receive it. Now we will see how that grace unfolds. We enter into now ordinary time. I think you remember this, not ordinary in the sense of blah, but from the Latin word for counting or numbering. We hopefully observe the Sabbath day as the first day of the week, come here every Sunday and enter into this Eucharist. It's all about the Savior. We come here to hear more anew about the Savior Jesus as the gospel unfolds. If we're eligible, we come here to actually receive the Savior at the depth of our souls through the Eucharist. And the goal is to leave this church every Sunday going out and sharing the Savior with the world, putting Jesus' love into practice. The first reading we just heard from Isaiah is a reminder of what we talked about during Christmas. It's a vision from God in which God says that God is going to send salvation to all the ends of the earth. Salvation has not reached all the ends of the earth. Salvation has not necessarily reached the house in which you live, or certainly it hasn't the city in which we live. Jesus Christ is the Savior of the world. If you and I have received him, and if we're going out to share him with others, that's the principal way that the Savior will enter into other people's lives. Who is the most responsible person on the planet? Who's the person on the planet most responsible for bringing Jesus into the world? It is you. It is absolutely you personally, equally you and equally me but it is you. Okay, so uh, second Sunday of Ordinary Time, every year we t- there's a little break from whatever the gospel is of the year. In our case this year, the gospel of Matthew, and we hear one or another passage from the first or second chapter of John. If we are supposed to get out into this world and testify to Jesus for other people, we do that in action 
by putting his teachings into practice so people will see this and hopefully open their minds and hearts to him. And we do it in word. You and I are supposed to be speaking to this world the truth of Jesus with our words. We're supposed to be testifying to him. For all kinds of reasons, we all have room for growth in speaking the truth of Jesus. Number one, because there is so much need for him, yes, and because all of us have limitations. Some of us are afraid to speak for Jesus. Some of us don't know how to speak for Jesus. Wherever you're at, this passage this year, for me, is a very clarifying reminder through John the Baptist of how each of us can speak about Jesus directly in this world starting today and all of this week. I believe that every single one of us can do what John the Baptist does in this passage. He speaks to people about how his life has changed because of Jesus. It's so straightforward. It's so straightforward that at the end of this Mass, I hope you go home and say, that was so obvious. Why do we pay that person $700,000 a year in salary? You don't. Why do we pay him a dime to do this? It is so straightforward. Okay, so in the Gospel of John, this is relevant because of what we're going to hear in the passage. I know you know that Gospels are not pretending to be scientific histories about the story of Jesus, never pretending to do that. So there are differences in the details. One of the differences between the Gospel of John and the other three Gospels is the baptism of Jesus by John the Baptist is not described in John. It's just there. It's already taken place. Also in the Gospel of John, John the Baptist doesn't know that Jesus is the Messiah until the baptism. So in the Gospel of Matthew, for example, John knows, recognizes somehow that Jesus is the Messiah, and then he baptizes him. In the Gospel of John, he does not know that Jesus is the Messiah until the baptism. Why these differences? I don't know. Text God, and if you get a response, give it to me. So you're ready. Here's what he does. Every one of us can do this. I'm going to put words into his mouth. John the Baptist says, this is where I was in life. I was connected with God. I was working for God. I was baptizing people in preparation for the Messiah in water. This is where I was. This is what I knew from God at that point. I knew that a Messiah was coming. God revealed that. I knew that the Messiah would be recognized when I saw the Spirit descend upon someone and remain upon this person. That would be the person who would baptize with the Holy Spirit. That would be the Messiah. I knew that from God. I knew that God was sending a man who would come after me, who ranked ahead of me because he existed before me. So there's a lot of mystery in there. There's a lot of content in there. John would be able to say, this is what I knew from God at that point. John would say, this is what I did not know from God at that point. I did not know Jesus was the Messiah. He says it twice in the passage. I did not know he was the Messiah. John then says, this is what happened. I witnessed the Spirit descend upon Jesus 
and remain on him, and I understood he's the Son of God. That's it. That's what happened. I witnessed the Spirit descend on him, remain on him, and I understood he's the Son of God. And finally, John says, this is what I'm telling you. This is what I'm testifying to you. I'm witnessing this for God. Jesus is the Son of God. Look, behold him. He takes away the sin of the world. Did you understand everything I just said? It is so straightforward. Every one of us can do this. This is where I was. This is what I knew from God. This is what I did not know. This is what happened. This is what I'm telling you. This is what I'm testifying about Jesus. Every human being can do this. You can do this about how your behavior has changed. You can do this about how you have had increased insight in the world. You can do this about any way that you have grown. This is where I was. This is what I knew from God. This is what I did not know. This is what happened. This is what I'm telling you. Everyone can do this. Nothing to be afraid of. John the Baptist is not God, nor are you. John the Baptist is not the Savior, nor are you. John the Baptist is not responsible for how people respond to him, nor are you. John the Baptist doesn't hit anyone over the head with anything, nor should you. John the Baptist is not responsible for the outcome of what he says, nor are you. John the Baptist doesn't impose anything on anyone, nor should you. John the Baptist is not disrespecting people's freedom to believe and do and be or whatever they want, nor should you. All John the Baptist does is speak of what has happened to him. The story is not about him. It's only about Jesus. He just speaks what has happened. So I'm going to repeat, shut up, and push you. This is where I was. This is what I knew from God. This is what I did not know. This is what happened. This is what I'm telling you, what I'm testifying. We can all do this. So I challenge you this week, think this through. I want you to go home and replay this homily over and over and over and over and over. Be sure you get this down and then just do it. How about if we each do this once? More than zero, fewer than two. One time each, at least this week. Do it please, and we will be sharing salvation. You have been listening to Father Paul O'Brien, pastor of St. Patrick Parish in Lawrence, Massachusetts. For more information about the parish and to get involved, please go to stpatrickparish.com or follow us on social media. Thank you for listening.